Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Creative Source with Andy Osho. This is a podcast about creativity for the creative in you. Doesn't matter where you are on your journey, whether you're just starting out, your midpoint, you're returning, whether you're just in the arts as a hobby. This is about all areas of creativity. And actually, even though we talk about it through the context of the arts, creativity is life. So it doesn't matter what line of work you're in, this could be a conversation for you. And I want to add a little thank you to all the folks that did the social shout out social shout out, I can just about say it, for the podcast last week off the back of uh, the conversation we had about time. Thank you for giving your time. I appreciate you. Yes, I do. So this week's topic is procrastination. I want to sing it to like the record breakers theme tune, but like, I know there's some listeners who aren't from the UK and won't know what I, what the, anyway, uh, don't worry about it. There was a show called record breakers and they, anyway, all right. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is procrastination. And there I am procrastinating, getting distracted, talking about record breakers. All right. So what is procrastination? Well, I looked it up and the definition was just putting off or delaying, especially something that needs our immediate attention. And etymologically, it comes from the Latin procrastinare. Hope that's right. Do you say Latin words with like an Italian accent? Did they have an Italian accent back then? Was there such a thing as an Italian accent when Latin was like a thing? Anyway, procrastinare. Put off until tomorrow. That's what that means. Um, so what does it look like? Because procrastination isn't, there's not a one size fits all. There's not a one look that is procrastination. Um, it can be, uh, getting distracted by other tasks. 
you know, it can be getting distracted by unimportant tasks. So for example, you know, the, the cliche one that everyone always says is like rearranging the sock drawer or something like that, but it can also be important tasks. You can procrastinate doing important tasks like your taxes. Some people are so dread taking on a mammoth creative task or they're scared to take it on that they would rather do something more painful like taxes than actually do the writing thing or do the the creative thing that they're trying to put off. Uh, You can also procrastinate with work. What? Yeah. And this is how clever the mind is. Because you start doing the work and you're almost convincing yourself, oh, no, no, look, I'm doing something good because I'm working. But you're working on something else. Procrastination isn't about what you're doing necessarily. It's about what you're not doing. It's about what's being put off. It's about what's been committed to but isn't being done. Might be because of some fear, some anxiety, whatever the reason may be. Now, so to my mind, there's two types of procrastination and I've arbitrarily given them a name. One I've called um, destructive and one constructive. Now we know the destructive version of procrastination and we'll, we'll come to talking about that in a sec, but the constructive one, there are other ways of thinking about it. And actually when I asked you guys for comments about uh, procrastination, a lot of people said that they used to have a problem with it, but then they rebranded it almost in their brains and now have a much more positive uh, relationship with it. So for example, Fee Cotter Craig, who was the amazing producer who put together the comic relief, comic opera, where myself and uh, Jennifer Saunders, Caroline Quentin, Jade Adams and Alex Brooker sang Ness and Dorma live on TV. But anyway, she says about procrastination, embrace it. Think of it as the time your brain needs to assemble killer thoughts. And that's so helpful because sometimes what is actually thinking time, we are labeling procrastination. So this constructive procrastination, actually, sometimes it is just our brains mulling over an idea, almost giving it mass, allowing it to gain momentum letting an idea percolate inside of us, letting it really grow, start to gain tentacles and arms that reach out and a body and just have it get some mass and weight underneath it. Perhaps what this procrastination is when it's constructive procrastination, perhaps it's actually uh, our beings intuitively knowing the idea is not quite there yet. We We don't know it on a conscious level, but instinctively we know we need to give it a little bit more thought. And so we wait and we just let it start to just cook. Do you know what I mean? I think you can hear in the way that I'm speaking about that there's a a certain um, sort of preparing, getting ready, allowing to grow in this sort of uh, constructive procrastination space rather than it being some sort of something sort of debilitating or negative. The other thing as well, uh, the part of um, constructive procrastination is you may be the sort of person who who thrives under pressure. Again, uh, last week, um, Jason Manford gave some advice on time, but he also uh, in another episode spoke about process. And he says that he, he thrives under pressure. A lot of people do. But if your results 
are okay or good or to the level you want them to be, regardless of whether you plan way ahead or whether you need to work under pressure, then it's still constructive procrastination. That's just your run up. That's you getting ready. And furthermore, also um, constructive procrastination, it can be okay. A little bit can be okay. It can sometimes be quite a nice distraction and and actually a necessary distraction to help you keep going with the task at hand. Like a lot of times we find a big task intimidating. So if we can break it up with a little bit of, oh, I'm just going to go on social media for a bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, I'm just going to allow myself to get distracted by that sock drawer actually, but it's only for 10 minutes. And then we return back to the task at hand and that's okay. And also it is possible to start working on a project too early. So if we take our planning back too far or start our planning too early, it, it might not work. It might We might not just experience the inspiration that's needed to get the project over the finish line. An example for me was um, I had this idea, I was working with this personal development organization. I had this idea because they ran this course in the middle of the year that was not expensive, but it was, it cost more than many people would have, um, uh, to hand money that they would have to hand easily. So I said, why don't we start some payment scheme? We'll start talking to people in January. And so they'll pay a monthly thing. And by the time it comes to the program, they'll have paid for it. Now on paper, that sounded like a good idea, but in the midst of January, you know, freezing cold, dark, rainy, Um, snowy January, talking about that summer program and starting to put money down for it didn't make sense to a lot of people. It didn't inspire them. Yes, logically it made sense, but actually it didn't really inspire them. And so the idea ran aground. So sometimes that procrastination is just your being instinctively knowing when the right time to start is and knowing that this isn't it. Even though on some logical level, it might, you know, your, your brain might be saying you should start now, but your being knows Mm -mm. (laughs) it's not time. It's like what I find, like if I get an acting role and I start my prep too early, like start getting into too much detail too early, I, I can't generate the interest. There's a time, there's a sort of a feeling in me that kicks in, you know, a few weeks, depending on, you know, when I got hired to do the job, but a few weeks before when I know, all right, now I need to start asking questions about this character. There's a little bit of like concern as well. It's like, oh, should I have started before? But that pressure, that sort of slight pressure motivates me to ask, start asking questions about the character that I'm going to be playing so that I can do the best job that I can on the day. And so within us, we probably have this internal clock that does tell us what the right time frame for us is when we are not subject to the destructive procrastination. When we're subject to the constructive procrastination, I think that internal clock is healthy and good. And it does tell us, okay, time to start thinking about that role or time to start planning when you're going to finish this writing that you've been assigned to do. The problem comes when we don't have a healthy relationship with that internal clock. So listen, this week I am asking you to support the podcast with a one-off contribution. I know Patreon and the whole subscriber setup doesn't work for everybody. So what I'm asking this week is if you have got value from any of the podcasts you've listened to, 
any, any if there's been anything that's been said or discussed that has made a difference to you then consider making a one-off contribution via Acast so in the show notes wherever you listen to the show there should be a link to Acast where you can offer a one-off contribution I think the minimum is three pounds and the maximum is three thousand if you want to drop three thousand I mean I'm not gonna stop you but I get that that's unlikely but you know power of intention and all that but yeah if you've gained value from this podcast it would be really appreciated if you could you know drop a little contribution just to help keep the lights on and help produce the podcast it's not expensive but it's also not free so any contributions really make a difference So let's hear what you guys have to say about procrastination. And actually, there were so many comments and thoughts that people shared. So Andy, uh, he actually asks, nothing lights a fire like a looming deadline. How do you overcome that if you're writing your own stuff? Gosh, an excellent point, because if you have no deadline, because it's your own stuff, what to stop it becoming open-ended? Well, Andy, in the previous episode on time, I address that. And what I say is, if you don't have a deadline, set one, right? Because ultimately you want this thing to exist, right? And a deadline, regardless of whether you're the sort of person who likes to take it down to the wire or whether you're a planner, a deadline gives you a target. But because it's your own project, you don't have to make it so hard that either A, you give yourself loads of stress or B, you compromise the quality of your work. You can make it something realistic and fit around all your other commitments, but so that you can make it real. Because surely the reason that you're creating the thing that you're creating, whatever it is, is because you want it to be real. Well, one of the ways to, to make it real is to give yourself a deadline. Because I remember someone saying, I was on a panel or something, listening to a panel, should I say, and the person said, don't make the deadline so difficult that you ruin your work because you want this to be the best it can be so that you can ultimately sell it. You you know, you want to be able to take it to buyers after this, not be like, oh, well, at least I did it in two months, but it's not very good. What's the point of that? What's the point of setting a deadline in that context? You want to set a deadline So that it gives you that fire up your bum that you were basically talking about because he used a flame emoji. (laughs) He didn't say fire. It's like flame emoji. Um, Yeah, you you want the deadline that you set for yourself to give you that same fire that as if somebody else set it. That's what being creative is about because we are our own bosses. We are pretty much not autonomous because obviously we're working with other people, but we do have to have a certain degree of responsibility for our creative lives and for our output. And one of the ways we can do that is by setting deadlines for our own work. So I hope that is helpful to you. I'm going to read some more comments. Um, Basti says, when I procrastinate, it's usually because I don't have much love for what I'm doing. I mean, that's another thing is that's constructive procrastination because that's basically your brain asking you to question whether this is the project for you. And but Basti goes on to say either, you you know, you've got to find the thing that will make you love the project. This is, I suppose, based on if it's something that you've been hired to do. But if it's your own work, as Andy was talking about, maybe it's, you know, something in you saying, do you know what, as much as logically this seems like a good project, it's actually not the one for you. 
Let's read one more. So uh, Laura Morrison, she says, well, actually, she's, she sh- shared a quote that was written by a lady called Nicole. I don't know if she's like a famous Nicole, like Kylie and Madonna. But anyways, um, she says, procrastination is protection. The ego mind creates stories to keep us in the familiar past. The work is to do small amounts of things beyond our comfort zone, then rest time and space to expand. So often we pile on endless lists of to-dos and our subconscious mind resists because it's too far out of our control. Baby steps, practice, trust. Baby steps. I love it because baby steps are manageable. They're small and they're doable. Even a baby can do them. That's why they're baby steps. Okay. Gosh, there's so many comments. I I would love to read them all Um, in the extras, which are available on Patreon, like on the second tier of Patreon. I'll share a couple more um, comments that came through as well. But it was a really sort of hot topic. It's, It's probably one of the most commented on topics that I've put out to have your thoughts and comments on, which is really interesting to me. Um, my cousin Bissy says, um, procrastination, the thief of time. I think that's a saying, but, um, it sounds also like a Marvel character. (laughs) Um, but the reason she says it is because when it comes to the other type of procrastination, the one that I'm calling destructive procrastination, it's absolutely that the thief of time. Hello, I'm Jason Manford and you're listening to Creative Source with Andy Osher. So earlier I was talking about etymology and that the word came from um, the Latin um, to put off to tomorrow, but also in the Greek etymology, it's from a word akrasia, akrasia, Um, Greek speakers, uh, if you are listening, you can correct me on this, but that means against better judgment. So put off until tomorrow against better judgment. That's the Latin and the Greek etymology. So this is where procrastination can get destructive, where it's hurting you because it's causing you mental anguish, mental pain, like constant anxiety or dread or shame, or it's hurting you in the sense of like your procrastination is compromising the outcome. That's when it can be destructive. Oh, that's when it is destructive. When something is compromised by having this procrastination in your life, because there's the fun kind of procrastination, which is just like, oh, that loon who's like doing their dissertation, like two days before it's supposed to be handed in. But then there's this destructive one that causes pain. It actually hurts people. And it needs to be addressed. It's not a cause. It's a symptom as such. It's a symptom of something else. If it's hurting you, I'm talking about. So it's something that needs to be addressed. At worst, uh, a doctor at Calgary University, Dr. Piers Steele, he says it's a form of self-harm. Because it's something we're doing to ourselves. It's a form of self-harm. And then another doctor, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce his surname, Tim Pykill, Tim Pykill at the University of Ottawa. He says it's an emotional regulation problem, not a time management problem. So basically in this study that I was reading, they were talking about how there's an immediate bad feeling about the task at hand. And so therefore the person who's procrastinating in this harmful way is trying to 
protect their emotions by doing something else rather than doing the thing. So that's why he describes it as an, an emotional, an, an emotion regulation problem rather than a time management thing. They're not dumb. They're not lazy. They're not, they're not, not getting it. They're just having an immediate emotional response that they feel like is more important to manage than doing the task. So maybe it's like some self-doubt or something like that. So they do a task that they feel they can do. I can't do that piece of writing I'm supposed to do, but I can do this. You know, I can color coordinate my, my books. <laughs> and it sounds like a silly little thing or whatever, but if you're having um, some real strong emotional reaction, it's not a small thing to overcome that and sit down in front of a computer or an empty easel or whatever it is and create. It's not the headspace to create from. So they're more focused on managing the negative feeling than achieving the goal. And because this procrastination is a symptom, there's something going on underneath. And listen, I'm not even going to attempt any sort of cod psychology to, to say what that could be. And it's going to be something different for every person. You know, some of the people that messaged said that it was to do with fear. Some said it was to do with anxiety. You know, there's so many different reasons that this could be happening. So I'm not even going to attempt to address what that could be. That's for that person to, if they want to, to inquire into and just scratch at the surface of it, what could be beneath this that I'm harming myself in this way. But because the procrastination is a symptom, it means that we can at least not give ourselves a hard time for it. Because I think that compounds the issue when it comes to destructive procrastination is on top of not achieving the thing that we really feel we want to is that we're now giving ourselves a hard time for actively, <laughs> willfully going out of our way to not do the thing and do something else that is not in our interests. So it sort of becomes this vicious cycle and it's painful. It's painful for the person. And so if this is something that affects you, the one thing uh, I would encourage you to try and do is just be kind to yourself and know that it is a symptom and therefore, if it's a symptom, so it, it, then there's something that is causing it can be addressed. And there will be something there that you could look at and could give you a new relationship with it. Anyway, let's have some bite-sized advice, this time from artist Carly Ashdown. Procrastination, now that's a pretty loaded topic. Every time we think of procrastination, we often think of laziness and lazy people. And from my personal experience and from the research I've done, what I've seen is that it's ultimately about an underlying fear of failure. Now, as a starting point, that's really good to know. But what, what can we then do to, to help with that? Well, let me give you a personal example from my own life in the hope that it can support you. I'm a full-time creative who has had a very successful career so far and I wanted to go down a whole new creative avenue and I really, I just jumped in head first. I was really in the flow state, all these new ideas and possibilities. It was fantastic. And then we had another lockdown and I had to stop working to look after my son. And at first there was, you know, a bit of disappointment and then I kind of went into it and I was at ease with it and then I felt a sense of procrastination, which didn't make any sense because I physically couldn't take any action. So I had to wonder what was going on. And what I saw was that there was a fear of failure. And over time, over the lockdown, all these thoughts, whilst I wasn't able to do anything, all these thoughts 
and concerns around people not wanting my artwork started to kind of play into my understanding of the situation. And so after lockdown, when my son went back to school, I continued to procrastinate. It actually looked like me dealing with logistics and finding suppliers, but I wasn't creating the art because I had this fear going on. Eventually, one day I was making a cup of tea and it all just flowed out of me and I cried. And what I say to do is don't run from that fear. It's very difficult to sit with these uncomfortable emotions because we get attached to them like they're real. What is needed is to sit and experience them. So I let them all flow out of me, all the worries, all the anxieties, all the different nuances of emotions that were coming up in response to all of this potentially going wrong. And in doing so, I was able to disidentify with them. It was just energy that wanted to move through me. And once it was released, I was then able to go back into the process of being creative and following this new outlet. So my recommendation is in the face of procrastination, get curious, give yourself compassion and inquire into what the underlying fears are. Know that the world won't end if you actually give yourself room to sit down and feel them. And in doing so, it will at least start the process of releasing that procrastination. And also you'll get to know yourself a bit better and give yourself room to step back into the process of engaging with your project or whatever it is you need to be doing. I hope that's helpful. Mmm, 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 Carly. That's not just advice, that's coaching. Be compassionate with yourself. Get curious. Allow yourself to feel, feel the feels. That was great. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think Carly's hit, hit the nail on the head. It sounds easy when it's just laid out of bullet points. I'm, I know that it's not necessarily that straightforward for people that really struggle with this. But even just the act of being kind to yourself will relieve some of the pressure that you may be putting yourself under. Thank you, Carly, for that. She, Carly is a fantastic artist. And if you check out her Instagram, Carly underscore Ashdown underscore art, you will see some of the beautiful work she's created. Her pictures, her paintings are, are all over the world. She's got buyers all over the world and she's a really good friend. So um, she last minute, ironically, last minute, I was like, Carly, I've decided to do an episode about procrastination. We record a thing for it. And she's like, yeah, sure. So um, yeah, she was great uh, to do that that for me, but she's also a really great friend and a fantastic artist. And I'm going to make sure that she comes back and gives us some more bite-sized advice because she is just a wealth of wisdom, not just knowledge, but wisdom. So yeah, just the act of self-kindness, being compassionate, giving yourself room, giving yourself permission to feel the feelings of it. And, you know, as I was talking about in the money episode where we were talking about feeling anxiety around asking for fees that you want, that process of really just feeling a feeling can be game changing because then you'll see that it doesn't hurt as much. What sometimes creates the pain of feeling quote unquote negative emotions is the fear or the not wanting to, or the, yeah, the fear basically of what's, what will, I'll disappear into this emotion if I let myself feel it. But actually you might not, you might be okay. But like I said before, also, I'm not a professional. So if you feel like it's a thing that you need to speak to someone about, then do that. This podcast obviously is not a replacement for any of that. And the other thing about, you know, speaking to professionals is that it may be that 
your procrastination isn't quite as chronic as the level that we're talking about. And it may be that a coach can help you through that. Sometimes coaching and coaches can just say a thing that's so simple it opens up a world that you had not thought of. It's, I, I, it just blows my mind the amount of times I've just been with a coach or someone said something that's just been so straightforward and obvious, but I've not seen it because I'm in it, I suppose. And it's changed everything, you know, or it could be, for example, um, was it this episode that I was talking about the time management system? No, it was last episode. Um, where I was talking about this book called The Complete Time Management System, which was given to me after I had a sort of a little weird moment at work where I was trying to get the, well, there was basically me and three others were trying to get the bosses to feel bad for us that we'd work late, but we'd kind of orchestrated this situation. But when I got given this book off the back of a meeting I ended up having because of this whole situation, uh, my life changed. And so sometimes it is just a case of having a really useful conversation with somebody to open up some wisdom that's already in you, but is dormant so that you can change things. So hearing something in this may have already shifted something, but if not, it may be that maybe somebody else in a more sort of one-to-one Um, coaching context or counselling context could make a difference. So just a few final thoughts is that just on procrastination is just remember the ultimate goal, your ultimate goal, which is to realise your project. It is a gift that your present self wants to give to your future self. When I um, did the um, Instagram streaming version of this, we spoke a bit about that future version of us and how what we're doing now is all for them. There is a version of us in the future that will just go, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that my past self sat down and did the work. I'm so glad my past self scheduled this. I'm so glad my past self didn't take their hands off the wheel and leave it all to me. If those were two different people, imagine how you would feel about that past self version of you if it's committed to helping realise this goal and not leaving the whole burden to future self. Oh, how happy would you be with that person? And also with procrastination, be kind. The brain is capable of getting up to more mischief than we <laughs> we can ever imagine. And procrastination is one of its mischiefs as well. So be kind because the brain is a law unto itself. And so it's like almost like all of our life is just a dance with this entity called our brain or our mind to have life turn up in a way that would will benefit us rather than just what the brain thinks is best. The brain doesn't always know what's best. It's very good at keeping us safe, but sometimes the safety that it wants to keep us in isn't in our interests, like existential safety, like don't try anything new. Don't do this. Don't try it for fear of failure. Don't start that project because you might not be as good as you think. Do you know what I mean? All that sort of stuff is never in our interests. So we have to dance with this thing called our mind so that it doesn't dictate our entire lives. There's another part of us that we can come from that wants something bigger for us. And remember that, as I said before, every step, no matter how small, all adds up. It all adds up. It all contributes to realising your ultimate goal, your project, your dream, your vision, your calling, your purpose. 
All right, guys, thank you again for joining me for another episode of Creative Source. Thank you to everybody who shared some really great wisdom on this subject of procrastination to um, Laura Morrison, who shared this thought from Nicole, to um, Andy, to Fee, fabulous producer Fee, um, to Basti and my cousin Bissy also for throwing in their thoughts on this really, um, it's quite a big topic and it's an important one to creative. So I'm so, so pleased that so many of you were able to share and I hope that many of you listening will get something from this one. Thank you to Carly again for her wonderful words of advice on this subject. Uh, There's going to be more Creative Source coming soon. I think next week we're talking about being a pro and then after that we're talking about being multi-talented. So if you have questions about you know what it means to be a professional as a creative to conduct yourself as a professional or if you have questions about what does it mean to be multi-talented how do you manage it um then just drop me a note on social media you can dm me via the creative source um social media pages just stay in touch and let's keep the conversation going and also in a few weeks time we are going to be starting this facebook group Um, I feel like that's a better way of us staying um, in contact with each other and creating a community vibe because I don't know what is going on with Facebook pages but the the level of engagement is very very low so I I think the algorithms have gone into hyperdrive (laughs) I don't know what was going on there so we'll start something on uh, Facebook groups and hopefully it can be a bit more of a circular um, sort of relationship and communication rather than the asymmetric one of pages which isn't isn't doesn't really fit with what we're doing here I think but anyway listen enough of that thank you to you guys thank you Carly thank you everyone who commented and uh, listen we'll just do this all again next week until then live gratefully that we are able to do what we are doing and just keep creating and keep being your beautiful wonderful artistic selves up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Creative Source. If you're looking for more support with your creative journey, I'm offering one-to-one online mentoring. Perhaps you want to launch a project but don't know where to start. Maybe you've got stuck around a certain issue, need some advice, or just want to bounce ideas around. Whatever it is, I'm here. Just hit the Patreon link in the show notes or go to patreon.com forward slash creative source with Andy Osho to find out more.